This is episode 29 of the Don't Start a Band podcast. Real quick, the Backseaters have a show coming up May 4th, Star Wars Day, at Moe's Barbecue with our good friends in A Thousand Miles of Fire, who have also been on the podcast at one point in time. And personally, I believe that they need to come back. Andrew, hit me up. Uh... Thank you so much to everybody who supports the podcast. Make sure you follow the podcast on Instagram, like the podcast on Facebook, and subscribe on YouTube. The thing about the YouTube and going live is sometimes bands have announcements that they haven't made on social media. They share some information with the podcast that's maybe unreleased. So if you subscribe and you watch it live, you get to know things before other people know these things. On today's episode of the podcast, I had with me Pacific Nerve. They are kind of a newer pop rock band from Boulder, Colorado. Um, They formed out of another band in the Denver scene, but the cool thing about them is it all formed out of their love for playing music and just making the music that they want to make. Uh, You know, no gimmicks. They weren't trying to appeal to anybody. They literally just made the music that they wanted to make. And honestly, I love it. And I'm super stoked to see what lies ahead for them. But enough of me talking. This is Pacific Nerve on episode 29 of the Don't Start a Band podcast. Cue the music. Pacific Nerve, what the fuck is up? What's up? Hey, how's it going? I don't know why I emphasize the P so much. <laughs> Love it. I get nervous with peas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, You're too. afraid of like spitting everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no uh, pop filter on this. And, yeah, exactly. You know, I don't want to spit my microphones. That's gross because other people have to use them and it'd be really embarrassing. Don't you want know? that. <laughs> have you ever played a show and like got up to the microphone? Like I bring my own microphone now. But like gotten up to it and you're like, this thing smells like a butt. (laughs) Like 90% of microphones. I feel like if I owned a venue or if I was a sound guy, I just have, well, you probably couldn't do Clorox wipes because it might give someone a rash. But something to where you could Mm -hmm. just like go up, just Mm -hmm. wipe it off and then get ready to go. Well, I, I hate playing the show after someone and you just like are watching the mic you're about to sing on and they are just like making out with the mic and you're like, oh no, I have to sing on that next. Or when the band before you, the lead singer goes, sorry, I'm feeling under the weather. I'm sick. And like, oh my God. I'm going to go microphoneless. Uh, so tell me how you guys got into music. If you want to just go down the line. Say your name and how you got into music. Sure, yeah. Um, I'm Ethan Knight, and uh, I started playing drums when I was six. And then uh, I gave up because it was a little too hard, and I was doing <laughs> sports for a while. And then I picked it back up when I was 10 again. Because uh, you realized sports were harder? Yes. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to go on the record and say it. Fuck sports. <laughs> Except for hockey. Hockey's cool. Hockey and, uh, yeah. cool. All, the, all those other organized sports. <laughs> 
just lame. Yeah. What yeah, sport I, did you play? Soccer and hockey. Um, and I okay. played hockey a lot longer because I mm. gave up on soccer first. Soccer is <laughs> still pretty intense. Like it's not as actually it's probably just like hockey on feet. But like really yeah. the whole football thing, baseball, doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> I'll go to the games and shit, and I'll have a good time there. But as far as TV, I don't get that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry to. No, no, you're good. Um, but yeah, I started when I was ten, and uh, the levels real quick. I was just. Um, I grew up listening to a lot of, particularly rock music, but just lots of kinds of music, and I just fell in love with playing drums because I was like, wow, I get to actually be a part of playing the music or creating the music that I love. Um, and uh, so I've been in bands since I was about 12. Damn. And, uh, yeah. And, um, you How know, old not, are you now? Uh, 20. Nice. Um, and uh, I wasn't like gigging or anything when I was 12, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, just started doing that. And um, I was in jazz band um, throughout high school. And, Same. Uh, that, nice. Yeah. yeah. Drums too? Yep. Yeah. Drums and percussion. When we took our finals every year, we had to do... Uh, we had to transcribe a solo, and I always, every single time, because we had three different music teachers, so I got to do the same solo like three times, and I just did the <laughs> saxophone solo, trumpet solo, on uh, Miles Davis, kind of blue. Yeah, I just oh, did yeah. the same solo <laughs> like three times in a row. <laughs> nice, so nice. I got away pick. with it. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't think I had to do anything that hard for another kind of instrument. Dude. Hard stuff on drums, that's about it. Well, and that's the thing is like you couldn't do a drum solo, you had to do the four mallet bullshit. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's Would the you... only reason I know how to play piano. If you can yeah. do a drum solo, you just do Phil Collins in the air tonight. Just play that one intro riff and then yeah. or beat and then you're good to go. Then you're yeah. yeah, you're good. Easy right. A. Graduating high school right there. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh rock music, what kind of rock music? Are you talking like classic, um, pop punk? Well my uh yeah, my parents grew up like in the sixties, seventies, so I've grew up uh listening to a lot of that kind of rock music. Um but uh like the Grateful Dead. Yeah, but even like maybe more hard stuff like Led Zeppelin or something. Oh, okay. uh, things like that. And I, I still love it today, but um I definitely grew an appreciation early on to um listen to modern music and Hell to appreciate yeah. it um nice. so like Foo Fighters and Linkin Park and all those bands were like my go-tos when I was younger nice um, and pop punk stuff like Yellow Card and Blink and you know Hell yeah. bands like that um but yeah so and then I uh, met these guys um or actually I met sorry I met Griffin um, when I was pretty young um, but we didn't really become like good friends till high school, and I didn't meet you till high school either. Okay. Um, you guys all went to the same high school. We yeah. did. Yeah. Nice. Um, Very nice. But yeah, so Hell that's yeah. me. <laughs> nice. Cool. Well, uh, I'm 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 Griffin Toby, and um, I've been singing as long as I can remember. Uh, my mom always tells me this story about when I was like four years old, and I was like singing in the airport, and people were throwing money at me. So um, <laughs> that's funny. That was my most lucrative gig as a musician. Because <laughs> you got to take home all that money. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't have to pay anybody out. Didn't. Yep. Hell yeah. Made like six bucks. Got myself a coke, and was just you know good to go. So didn't have to make any merch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I grew up. I was playing. Um, I mean, I played in a couple bands in middle school, but most of what I was doing was like was like choir. Um, yeah. I sang in choir kind of throughout high school. Um, did you do like theater and stuff too? I actually didn't, and I was like the yeah. only kid who was in the choir that I was oh. in. So I was in like 
the top choir at our high school um, from sophomore year to senior year. And then I was literally the only person who didn't do theater, like, I think my junior and senior year. Yeah. I don't know. That's a lot of commitment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Theater. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was just too busy playing in bands and... Nice. Being a rock star. Being a rocker, you know? <laughs> you know, I hear you, man. Yeah. My plan was always, and I'm embarrassed now to say it because I'm 25, but uh, I always told people, like, because I started playing drums in the sixth grade, and I told people throughout middle school, high school, I was like, my plan is I'm not even going to finish my senior year. I'm going to get a record deal and just quit right then. <laughs> Needless to say, I graduated high school <laughs> and that was didn't like, get a record deal. That was like us um, when we were putting out like the first like Rain in July EP. Yeah. We were like, because um, we were like freshmen in college. Um, Yuta was a junior in high school. And um, and we we were doing the same thing. We were like, yeah, we're only going to class for the hell of it. We're going to get a record deal. We're going to be on the road by the end of the year, man. Like That's the plan. Yeah. You know, back in the day, it was more possible. And I think I got, I don't know where I got the idea for that, actually. But like back in the day, it could have been a possibility. Yeah. Like it happened to Paramore, All Time Low, mm-hmm. all those good bands yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah that's rad choir and then when did rain in july start um so we were kind of always playing in bands like either in the same circles or actually playing in bands together um so we like started up this like blues rock vibey rock band mm-hmm. um called the lapses nice um, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that was actually after. So I take that back. So um, my junior year of high school, it would have been, we all played in a metal band together called After Mayhem. Um, Nice. And it was not good. Um, I was like, I, I was like doing the whole... I'm I'm a metal kid and I'm gonna scream into this microphone, but I didn't really know how to scream, so That's I was like hard. actually just screaming, and so like I leave every practice like talking like this. It was bad. You got so, like sick. Yeah, a lot. it was like, it was rough. But um, yeah, and then so after that we like started playing in this like blues rock band called The Lapses, um, okay. and then that ended up turning into Rain in July. Nice. Yeah, that's kind of a big switch from blues rock to pop punk huh yeah definitely totally. is it named after the neck deep ep yes although okay. if you would have asked us while that was still our band name we would have said no <laughs> Were you Dude, guys, i it think makes sense. was i the only one aware of what it was i think so yeah, yeah i didn't know okay. at the time when this is like before rain july was a thing i just didn't listen to neck deep yeah and i was like well the first cool time name. i heard of you guys i was like neck deep Yep. <laughs> but then I listened to it and I was like, they don't sound like Neck Deep. So that's like a plus because usually mm-hmm. bands that name themselves after uh, like, I don't know why I keep thinking about All Time Low, but yeah. they uh, they named their band after a New Found Glory lyric mm-hmm. and they like tried to sound like New Found Glory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And now they're much bigger than New Found Glory. Yeah, <laughs> but I would just like to say in the rain in July area of things, I knew it. Yeah, <laughs> yep. So, uh, uh, hold your applause. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah. Right on. Yeah. Cool, so my name is Yuta Young. I play guitar. Um, so my parents were pretty, like, they're both musicians. My mom um, plays um, piano, or she played piano growing up, and my dad... Um, he played the trombone and he plays bass too, but he does a lot. He likes to do a lot of sound engineering. 
Nice. Um, but so growing up, um, I kind of just had like the music genes in me, like kind of like we all kind of have. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, and so my mom actually got me into piano lessons, um, classical piano lessons, which, and I think she was a like a Russian um, woman that was teaching me, so it was like total classic. Yeah. Um, but it just wasn't my thing. I just like looking back, I really wish I continued it because yeah. piano is a great skill to have. Uh, oh, yeah. songwriting live everything um but it just wasn't my thing i i, I didn't want to practice when i went home um yeah. i don't know i just wasn't into it and um one of my brothers had had a, had done guitar lessons beforehand mm-hmm. um and so we had just a guitar kicking around and i mean that definitely interested me just because i don't know like the idea of a rock star on the guitar you know that kind of because it was cooler than the <laughs> mozart and the piano right yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i hear what you're saying because when i was starting out playing drums my drum teacher instantly wanted me to learn jazz and i mm. fucking hated that because i just wanted to play travis barker beats <laughs> yeah. and, and he was like you're gonna learn jazz and at the time i was so mm-hmm. pissed off but like looking back i'm stoked that i learned it in that order yeah, because now I appreciate jazz, but before I was like, if I have to listen to one more jazz song, <laughs> and like I played in jazz band, but my big thing was I get to go play drums for an hour a day. Oh yeah, so yeah. that was like yeah. me too starting so. out. Yeah, well, I think that like classical training is actually way more important than people like actually think oh, of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong; you can absolutely become very, very popular in music or oh, yeah. very successful without it. But, like, um, I mean, as far as me personally goes, just kind of singing in choir throughout my life um, and getting that classical training. Mm-hmm. Like, I look back on it now when we're writing these specific nerve songs and we're in the studio and I learned how to warm up and I learned how yeah. to, like, shape my vowels. And those things that are just kind of very minuscule things are actually really important to mm-hmm. how I actually do what yeah. I do now. Well, and especially, like, in uh, the new band, I listened to your single Bliss and the other one was start again yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. i was listening to him and it's a much more like you can tell you had that uh you know traditional singing training you awesome. know what i mean thank you so it sounds good thanks um <laughs> sorry i kind of cut you off no no I, I love how i mean everyone got cut off a little bit we kind of <laughs> just go on conversations i yeah. love it yeah but um i mean it's it's just cool when you meet people that have like similar right you yeah, know yeah stories i guess we all kind of do in a way but yeah i don't know that's what the podcast is about (laughs) sharing those stories yeah Yeah. um so yeah yeah then i i kind of wanted to start some guitar lessons um i did the whole the whole shebang like i did the summer camps and the bands and everything and um i wanted to like make it not just a summer camp band i want to like continue but it never really worked out um but yeah from then on, I was just doing a lot of guitar lessons. I never like it. Never clicked to me that I would eventually be using those skills someday. It was kind of just like yeah. this is something cool I get to do nice. to fill my time. Um, and then I I met these guys kind of through Riley, who was our um, bassist slash guitarist in Rain in July. Yeah. Because um, I played hockey with uh, Riley, um, oh, okay. so that's how I knew Riley. And then I open enrolled to Monarch, which is where we all went. Nice. Um, I was supposed to go to a different school, so um, I was very, like, I need to make friends. I need to find out a way to make friends. So um, Riley had posted about a jam session. I was like, it's not really my thing, but I'll, I'll do it kind of thing. Yeah. 
that's then cool. that's kind of like how I ended up meeting these guys. Like we were in a metal band, but I was like, <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day. Actually, I was just like, I was like, this is not me at all. But like, I need to make good friends for this school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but it, I mean, obviously, looking back now, like, what if I didn't do that? You know. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the rest is kind of history from there. Um, just kind of like they kind of already went over what happens after that. But yeah. Nice. Yeah, who would have known that going chug, 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 <laughs> ring, chug, <laughs> would uh, make you new friends in your new yeah. school. So that's badass. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wanted, I guess, to talk about, since we talked about kind of how Rain in July started, how did Pacific Nerve start? And like, how did you guys decide on the style that you're going for? Mm. Yeah, so I mean, we just kind of started writing songs. Um, yeah. So uh, Riley left the band in like, um, I'm trying to think of what month, maybe was, it was. I think our last show was October. Yeah, and it was, yeah, but he was already up prior to that. Yeah, it was so just like so So it probably would have been like September um, yeah. of last year. And then, so the three of us, uh, we had this, I remember that we had this long like, um, phone call over Skype. We were talking for like two hours and we were just talking Damn. about music in general and just kind of where, you know, what we wanted to do. Did we still want to be in a band or did we want this to be the end of Rain in July? And we just all yeah. kind of came to it and we were like, we were like, we love playing music together. Mm-hmm. And so let's just start writing some songs and having a good time. And then we started writing some songs and it was just so different. Yeah. It was just, it was, I mean, I you wouldn't call it like slap polar the... opposite, yeah. but it was just, it was like right away we were like, and, and and we were just really excited about it. We were really yeah. excited about writing pop songs. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think, like, what we were writing was just flowing out of us. Like, there was no um, filter, so to say, I guess. Like, we were... I mean, there's songs that we wrote that, like, we never, like, continued on. Yeah. But, like, we were just, like, we wouldn't stop writing. It was just kind of, like, coming out of us. And, I mean, we didn't really have to think about it. And that's kind of... That's kind of how you know it. It just felt yeah. right. We all looked around. We were smiling at each other. Like, yeah. Like it just. That's awesome. Like oh, it good. was there. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. you know, like I hate when things feel forced for anything. Yeah. Um, but for music in particular, it's something you do out of enjoyment. And when it feels forced, it's like, well, what's the point? You know? Yeah. Like, you know, I love everything we did in Rain in July, like truly. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But would I have wanted to write another knockout? Yeah. Maybe not, you know, <laughs> yeah. and this is just the direction that we're yeah. all naturally going and it's working mm-hmm. pretty well. So, yeah. Well, and it sounds like you guys, another similarity from your guys' stories is you all started, you know, playing music, whether it was guitar or drums mm-hmm. or singing because you enjoyed it. So mm-hmm. kind of only makes sense to, uh, you know, start a band that you enjoy. Totally. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> and no offense or I guess I shouldn't say no offense. It's not really offensive, but like pop punk bands, I've always thought about it because I've never been in like a band where you could 100% say this is pop punk or this is this or whatever. So I always thought about like, did you feel confined when you were a pop punk band to write pop punk songs? I would say yes and no. Yeah. Um, Maybe so not. It doesn't always, have to be like confined yeah, in a bad yeah, way. You know no, what I mean? Totally. Just, um, yeah. It was. It was interesting because um, I. I don't really know why, but I feel like pop punk almost like has a negative label nowadays because it's like a lot of people think yeah. that there's like a lot of like cookie cutter pop punk, and so and <laughs> yeah. so people kind of like try to 
distance themselves by that either like by adding subgenres or emo pop punk yeah. or indie pop punk or something like that easy and core. like exactly yeah. easy core um and so it's and and i love pop punk um, yeah i yeah, listen same. to blink all the time yeah. um you've a set your goals flag on the wall which oh makes me very excited I because i love, love that man <laughs> um, always have always. Yeah. <laughs> but it um and 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 so i feel like we never really defined ourselves as pop punk yeah um like even these conversations that we would have we'd like yeah we just don't want to be another pop punk band yeah but um there was definitely something to be said about after the first rain in july record came out and then we were like writing songs right after that and we kind of had a roadblock um yeah like right after the ep came out we wrote like one song over the next year yeah and um and so it was like okay now we put out this record are we like do we love the sound that we've created mm -hmm. how do we go about navigating this yeah and so that was like something that was different was because like when when it was just us three we were like let's just write the songs that we want to write and yeah that was kind of when everything just started flowing like you just said yeah. yeah and then like when i mean for me i did kind of feel like that little bit of a like we need to write a pop punk song yeah. um there's a lot of stuff i had in my voice memos where i was like this is never gonna reach the surface kind of thing like yeah. just because just um, like riffs and stuff. It wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't work. Kind of like you couldn't make this into a pop punk song if that meant, yeah. or like something that would fit on that spectrum. Um, it's a pretty like wide spectrum, I would say. Yeah. That you could fit it in. Um, but um, so yeah, for me there was a lot of stuff that like I had to have my own filter of like, this probably wouldn't come up. But yeah. um, it's kind of cool like when we were doing that, like I brought up some of those ideas I had stored away for forever. Um, and then we were just kind of like writing, like there was no, we decided, we, I think we kind of verbally decided like, let's just let it flow. Yeah. And, um, I think like when I write essays, that's the best way to kind of just let everything out and then go back and kind of like figure out what to really Structure, attack. Yeah. Cause like you can get stuck in writer's block so easily, yeah. so easily, especially <laughs> yes. if you're putting a lot of like parameters on what you need to be writing. Yeah. Um, and that's what was so freeing I think about like, um, um, when we were writing this uh, EP, just kind of like, there were no, like, we could have gone any direction. Yeah. Because um, we were in a place where it's like blinks, like blink page, let's see where it goes. Um, and that's like, that's how it felt. It's like, this is where we're going. And that's there awesome. was no, like, there was nothing saying, no, you can't really do that. Yeah. Well, and going back to what you said about the wide spectrum, I was just kind of thinking about it. And like, you have everything from, set your goals mutiny to um now the story so far is like newest album mm -hmm. i don't even know if they'd call themselves pop punk anymore <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like really. that new album it's not a hundred percent pop punk but it's a badass album yep. yeah and then uh even rosu before we started the podcast that day we were talking about the wonder years and how um like soupy went off and did aaron west like that acoustic mm -hmm. thing and then came back and like the whole wonder years sound had changed um yeah it's just i was thinking about it and i was like i guess pop punk doesn't really have like set parameters yeah. but it's cool that you guys got to have that you know fresh blank slate mm -hmm. yeah you know and uh not totally having a genre yeah. yeah but it was just awesome because like when we were writing the songs we were all doing things that we would just never do before yeah um like i remember we were writing this song um it, we, we were writing bliss um which yeah. was our debut single we were in my living room um and which they have 
a really good music video for. Ooh, oh, yeah, little check plug. it out. Yeah, plug. <laughs> That's what the podcast <laughs> is yeah, about. Yeah. Plug your shit check as much out. as possible. Check it out, please. You are here to yeah. talk about your shit. Yeah. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, yes, we write that song, and um, the outro part right after the second chorus is kind of like an all like instrumental kind of it, it, like breaks down and and just kind of jams. And yeah, I remember like I never would have suggested an instrumental part in mm-hmm. like because. I just I, I don't consider myself to be like a super musical person I sing I yeah. don't play any musical instruments so when we're writing it's almost a lot of times it's like I'm gonna sing I'm gonna write the lyrics I'm gonna write the melodies and that's gonna be it but I remember yeah. we were writing that song in my living room and I was like what if it goes like da 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 <laughs> and then we just like nice. started jamming on it and that's yeah. like something that I've never done before is like to try to work on a musical part but it ended up working really well and I was I don't know yeah, yeah. nice <laughs> is that your guys' like writing process since you don't play like a musical instrument you guys basically write everything together like when you're forming everything yeah. or do you like have a riff you send it to him Ethan makes something up and then you guys get together mm-hmm. and you write lyrics or is it kind of all just spontaneous at practice I think like it's a little bit of everything currently I don't think we can say because we're so new to like this new um, direction I guess you could say of like songwriting in this area um, that like we can't really say there's one thing right yet because we haven't written enough songs yeah, yet yeah, together yeah. but um I think it is a lot of like, I'll have an idea or he'll have a vocal idea or he'll have a beat he wants to incorporate. Um, and we kind of send it and kind of like work off that. But we really do like value sitting in a room together and figuring it out yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so we do send stuff over like text message and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it is really hashed out together and like, and I, I remember when that happened with Griffin, I was just like, oh my God, like, that's that's how much it's changed. So like Griffin's writing one of our instrument parts, yeah. and I was like, this yeah. is one of my favorite parts of the whole EP. So true. Um, that's badass. Yeah. yeah, Ethan and I were looking at each other like, oh my God. it was like, hey, yeah. <laughs> this is great. I can't stress enough how important it is for everybody to get in the same room because mm, totally. you can have ideas and kind of think it all out. And a lot of times when I'm demoing like new backseater stuff, like I won't even like get super complicated with drums or bass or anything um, because I want us to get together and have that spontaneous. Cause if I just play the riff without, you know, David hearing a drum part, he's going to hear the riff differently in his head mm-hmm. rather than maybe what I would have wrote. So definitely. Um, yeah. I can't stress enough how important that is to at least try and write together, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was like another thing that we did with like when we were doing pre-production for the record and everything like that. We were getting in a room. We were kind of tearing everything apart. Yeah. And um, it was really cool because, you know, this is a very different um, kind of way that we're writing because it's only three of us. And mm-hmm. so um, we were kind of going through and like tearing each song apart. But at the same time, we were like, all right, so here's verse one rhythm guitar. Here is verse one lead guitar. And we were like, <laughs> but but it was all kind of in this effort to and I remember that we were talking about it. We were just like, I want every note. I want us all to love every note of this. That's so, awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that's something that you can only really get if you're getting in a room together and yeah. working on it. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so you said rhythm guitar and lead guitar. Do you guys play with backing tracks live? 
No, we actually have a live guitarist and a live bassist. Oh. Shout yeah. out Mike Sparkman and shout out Brody okay. Cornelli. So you guys are like the face of it, like kind of how the Front Bottoms was for a while. Like it, do you guys listen to the Front Bottoms? I listen to it. I don't know a lot about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Them. Well, I mean, when they started out, it was just um, Brian and Matt, the acoustic guitar player and the drummer. And like they were the face of the band. But when they played live, they had a big, mm. I guess a better example would be Green Day with their mm. other guitar player. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't know why I went like super deep <laughs> on that. But, um, For sure. Yeah, us three, you know, we got such long history together yeah. as friends mm-hmm. and as music, uh, bandmates. And yeah. um, it's just the chemistry is real tight. Mm-hmm. Not that it isn't with Mike and Brody, but, you know, yeah. um, like for writing, it's yeah. uh, it's really comfortable. Would to you be, say like, you guys three. are the prettiest members of the band? Is that why? Absolutely not. <laughs> 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 Um, actually, I mean, we, so we actually wrote and recorded the EP before we even talked to anybody about playing live with us. Yeah. And so we actually like part of the, like, I guess you would call recruiting process Mm -hmm. of this, um, of getting them to play live with us was that we sent them the record and we were like, do you think that this is something that you want to do? Yeah. Because we don't want to just like get a new guitarist every Mm -hmm. show. We want, Mm -hmm. we want people that are going to be with us for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, that was kind of how we found him. Like, um, Mikey plays guitar for us. He's my roommate. Um, and then Brody, he plays bass for us. He's, we've known him for a very, very long time. And so that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, kind of, I know I was joking about like the best looking members in the (laughs) band and stuff, (laughs) but like kind of going back to the look, what I noticed about the bliss music video is like, I noticed that the color in the video production, it was just like, it wasn't black and white, but it like had, um, I'm colorblind, so I'm kind of out of my area of expertise <laughs> okay. here. But is like your guys' logo, is it like kind of pink-ish? Yeah, it's kind of like, the, like neon pink, logo. Pink purple, yeah. Okay, <laughs> but it looked like the music video kind of had that like overtone a little mm-hmm. bit of yeah. that color. And then, uh, you know, the black pants with the tucked in white shirts was that inspired by anything i mean outside of just trying to be like the modern day boy band (laughs) yeah Yeah. well i i noticed that you had some aspects to that too and i was like fucking do it up yeah (laughs) play that shit i think i don't know it's for me it's a super clean cut look Um, yeah and it's a classic look too everyone tells us like we look like we're from Greece or something. Uh, that's what I always hear, or I hear the boy band thing. I don't know if too. I could do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I'm pretty but. fucked in that. <laughs> so I can play the brooding, like emotional looking guy, but I don't think I could do the like clean cut, hot looking guy. <laughs> I gotta really pull for those hot topic people. Yeah, <laughs> hot topic. Yeah, but I, I remember we were talking about kind of what we wanted to do for image. And and black and white for us was just I guess just super easy to work with. Yeah. Um, there's like not many cases where you can go wrong. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And it's super simple and um, very or organized. I would say. I don't know. Yeah, we just wanted to like have like more of an image. Um, yeah. Not that we I guess you know not that we didn't with Rain in July, but at the same time we never really coordinated much. Um, or if we tried. I guess we all had different interpretations, yeah. and yeah. you know, um, and that's that's fine. But we just really wanted to like have like a like a tight look, mm-hmm. yeah. um, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I think it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe down the road we won't, maybe we will continue it. I don't know. But right now it works really well, and 
Yeah, we look good. That was like something that was that was uh, that was something that was really important to us. When we were talking about you know if we're gonna rebrand and we're gonna come out as Pacific yeah. Nerve, we want everything to be there. We want the image to be there. We want the logo to be there, and we want the music to match those things. Yeah. And so that's why we did um, like we all, all of our artworks done by the same artist. Um, shout out David from Rozu. Hell um, yeah, David. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then um, yeah, and then and then we just talked about like image and colors, nice. and we kind of just wanted everything to be really cohesive. So. Yeah, I feel like that gets overlooked so often, and like I've always thought about it since like the 2008, 2009, uh, you know, kind of like emo emo music, like. Alisana, mm-hmm. a Skylit Drive, like all those guys, I remember seeing them all like dress the same, like same color guitar straps and stuff. And I always thought that was like badass, like when mm-hmm. bands would do that mm-hmm. or going back to Green Day, the black, black on black with the red ties and stuff. So I think it's awesome that you guys are bringing that back. Yeah, and I think yeah. there's something to be said about like there's not a lot of in like individuality. Is that like the mm-hmm. way to say it? in in that because I don't know, I, I feel like when we step on stage or when we're shooting that music video or when we're shooting our pictures, mm-hmm. um, we're Pacific Nerve kind of thing. We're not yeah. like, I'm Utah, I wear what I wear, like I'm Griffin, mm-hmm. I'm Ethan kind of thing. It's like, we're a band, we're not like yeah. an individual artist or whatever. Um, so I think that I really like that idea of like, we put these clothes on and we are Pacific Nerve, like That's together. Awesome. Yeah, thing. absolutely. A good example of that right now is the main... Like really good. Suits so. and everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, very cohesive and clean cut, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um it's inspiring. Yeah. Um, yeah, I uh I don't know if you guys are fans of the nineteen seventy five. Oh yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know, they kinda they changed their look. Like their first album was the black and white and mm-hmm. stuff, and then their second album was like pink, everything, and now it's just like <laughs> vibrant colors, but they kinda do that similar mm-hmm. thing along with like another completely not completely opposite but i don't know if you've ever watched anything or heard anything about how jack white uses colors um, and like i guess no. um i watched a video where it explained how he like coordinates the albums with the colors and that one white stripes album he wanted like the red and white and mm-hmm. black because it was I guess aggressive or whatever which I mean was kind of like their album but like he's put out a softer sadder album and he used like completely blue imagery yeah so like I said I think it gets overlooked and it's important and it's cool to see that you guys thought that much about it because one thing I talked with Rozu about um was that I feel like a lot of bands they get together they start writing they get the songs and then they put it out and then they kind of like run up to this cliff and then they're like leaning over the edge <laughs> going like well yeah, maybe we need to take a step back and you know rebrand but you guys like went straight forward with mm-hmm. the brand mm-hmm. so definitely yeah there's something to be said about like individuality and and you know it like some of the greatest bands they all dress very differently yeah um, so there's examples of both but i think that it's still really cool to like have like an image, yeah. whatever that may be, um, and to like Definitely. you know, you are exemplifying like your your music, your and your your product, I guess, if you want to put it in a business yeah. sense. Um, and I don't know, it just if it looks good, then it looks good, and then mm-hmm. like you might as well go with it. You know, it doesn't mean that every single member has to wear like the exact same 
like exact same yeah. things. Yeah. But as long as it has like a very similar look or coloring or whatever, mm-hmm. I just I think it's like a cool look. Hell yeah. So. And when you guys put out Bliss, were people receptive to it? Were they? I mean, I'm sure you know people loved it, but what was? Uh, the feel of the response you were getting from it. Were you nervous to put it out? Yes. Um, <laughs> we, we, yeah, I mean, we definitely were. So um, a couple of days before, we uh, we posted a gravestone on our on all of our socials with RIJ on it, and and um, I saw that, and then I like looked at the comments, and I think. There were people who said something like "so stoked" or like something yeah, like that. Exactly. <laughs> missed it completely, <laughs> yeah. and I thought that was yeah. hilarious because yeah, I saw the Pacific Nerve thing and like I didn't know that you guys stopped doing rain in July, and then I went to the Facebook and saw that. So yeah, it was it was so funny because we had so many people like texting us, and they were like, "Love the new album cover, guy." Yeah, but I mean. Um, yeah, I've I've honestly been super happy with the response. Um, yeah. I I just think that it's so cool because um, people are receptive mm-hmm. and people are open to change. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, if you're a Rain in July fan, you might not like pop music, and that's what we're making. But um, we have at the same time, we've met a lot of people um, just through these first couple of weeks since we released our first single. That I mean, we we announced our band like a little over, or yeah, a little over a month ago. Yeah. And we've already met just this, you know, just so many incredible people throughout mm-hmm. it. And I, I couldn't have been happier with the response. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, when did you guys release Start Again? Um, that was March 29th. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So fairly recent. And mm-hmm. then you're releasing another one? We are. On. Yeah. Oh, was I not supposed to no, say anything? No, no, no. This <laughs> is an exclusive. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. You well, the exclusive. <laughs> you know, for <laughs> people. Fuck! I didn't know I wasn't supposed to say anything. No, 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 no actually, no, we, like we were gonna talk. About we were it gonna way. talk about oh, it for the okay. first time yeah. here. <laughs> no, 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 good thing good, I didn't. Good. I mean, honestly, I didn't give too much away. Like, obviously, you guys are gonna put out more. Yeah, 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 you know, it's not like I was like, it's called this, and it sounds like this, and this is what it's about. Um, but are you guys gonna do like more music videos for songs on the? Is it a full length album? Uh, it's a six song EP. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Are you guys gonna do more music videos? I think it's in the vision. I think uh, we still have to kind of sit down. It's it's kind of crazy because like we're going through the release, but like I feel like if you want to stay ahead, kind of you have to like be thinking way out in the future and kind yeah. of let things flow from mm-hmm. what you had planned. So like for our EP release, everything's just kind of flowing. Nothing's really like changing right now. It's just kind of flowing how we planned it to be. Nice. Um, but anyways, I think like there's a potential for another music. We don't have anything right now, um, but it kind of depends. We may write another song we'd rather use for a new music video. But I think mm-hmm. hopefully this summer we can get back into it. Um, Hell yeah. yeah. Um, I like how I changed the subject like <laughs> <Yeah>. super fucking <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, so me and my roommate actually did the Bliss one, um, and I was super nervous about it um, just because kind of like, I was like, am I, are we in over our heads here kind of thing? Because, um, I mean, being in a band, you got to have a budget. Um, and yeah. it's and music videos aren't the cheapest thing, especially when you just recorded an Not EP. Yeah. Um, so I was like, why don't we just give it a try? Because my dad and my brother are both really, like, they love photography. So they have mm-hmm. good cameras, um, nice. which is the hardest part for a lot of people, I think. It's just yeah. like that upfront cost of buying a camera. But um, so, like, being able to do it ourselves was 
was really cool. And that's kind of like with everything I would say too, mm-hmm. like being able to do everything for our image ourselves. Um, we kind of talk about it as like we are the best at portraying the image we want to have for this band. Yeah. As at least of, as of right now. Um, so us being in control of all that is like is huge. I think. Nice. Yeah. Uh, going back to the recording and music video thing. Um, I don't know if this is a spoiler. So Taylor Hahn, if you're listening to this, <laughs> sorry, but he's talked about doing a thing that's like you know if you come to record an EP, like he'll he can do. Actually, he might have talked about it on his podcast with me, but um, he's talking about doing like. You know, one package is like just an EP, one package is EP and a music video, shit like that. And I, that'd be awesome if like mm-hmm. you could work with a multimedia company and yeah, kind of cool. do all of that. Yeah. Um, who do you guys record with? Uh, we record with Alex Scott, Redwall Audio. That sounds really familiar. Yeah, he played drums and postcards. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, we so so actually we went with him for a single that was probably about. Um, a couple weeks after um, after we uh, oh, we did the last show. Yeah, a couple weeks after we had played our last shows, Rain in July. But we were still thinking that we were Rain in July. We yeah. were just going to take a slightly different direction. Mm-hmm. And um, that's actually track six on the EP. It's called Awake. Oh, um, nice. And so we recorded that with him, thinking that we were going to release it as the Rain in July single that kind of comes out. But then yeah. we started writing. We decided we were going to rebrand. We kind of like talked things out. And we were like, all right, I think that we want to be a different band. Then we wrote an EP. And so um, we recorded that song like so long ago, probably like, like yeah. six months <laughs> ago, seven months ago. And yeah. um, but but it's going to be a part of the EP and um, we kind of fell in love with the recording process at Redwall um, and nice. with Alex and um, he just he worked really really hard on taking the songs that we had and just yeah. really bringing them to life and honestly I, um, I think that I can speak for us all when I say that I don't think that we could have been any happier with it we were just mm-hmm. really really excited cool. about yeah. how it turned out yeah because you don't like to hand an EP to somebody and go Hey, so on track four, what we <laughs> meant to do was this, yeah. but we ended up doing this. Yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, but that's cool when you get to work with somebody like that, and it's not just an engineer who presses record. Yeah. And because, I mean, to go back to Taylor Hahn, he does like the same thing. He's like a producer and mm-hmm. engineer at the same time, and um, we've agreed that if you go into the studio and you think that your songs are finished, you're gonna be um, surprised mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah because you know sometimes just someone else hearing it mm-hmm. and was it like that for you guys like you had ideas and then he heard it and kind of heard a different spin i guess yeah i mean um yeah definitely yeah. um a lot of time too i think like whenever we've been in the studio but especially this time we bring everything to the table um but we're also kind of writing at the same time when we're there um not like the structure of the song per se but just like little details that like oh like maybe we should add this or maybe we should change this or things like that um most of the things were set in stone going in um but i think there's something cool about being in the studio it kind of has that like creative like atmosphere where you Mm -hmm. can like i don't know you can add or get rid of things that'll make Mm -hmm. the song better um and of course alex did a good job at like giving uh you know little notes or just being like maybe you guys should try this or like um and he has a really good ear for production Mm -hmm. so like there's that too um, that's awesome yeah. yeah and I think there's something to be said too about like 
hearing the song over and over again, piece <laughs> by piece, like hearing it as only drums to start and then kind of like building it up and just hearing it over and over again. And you're like, oh my God, I hear something new that we yeah. could add as like a layer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When yeah, you do it like instrument on instrument. Yeah, yeah. And, you yeah. Just, and then you go back and like you try and find different effects, different tones, and you're like finding other things. It's really cool. And Alex did a really good job of that. And, and also like pushing us as musicians to to like do the best um with like today's technology i mean you can fake it pretty well um oh yeah um but i could name drop some <laughs> bands right now that do it in denver right, yeah <laughs> just kidding but, um, i wouldn't i wouldn't ever do band <laughs> beef band <laughs> beef <laughs> not denver more so a different city mm-hmm. in colorado but yeah we'll leave that one <laughs> yeah but i mean i mean every take it was like there was a factor of did we like it ourselves, but it was also of like from another ear. And there was no like tension or awkwardness in him being like, I think you got something better. Um, it was more just like, oh, great, like let's get it again then. It was, and that's a super important to have. Like, I can't stress that enough. Yeah. Being in, because like a lot of people don't understand writing music is kind of vulnerable. It's a very Definitely. vulnerable place to be like putting all your skills out there, putting your like life out there, what you're writing about. Um, what you're singing about and to have someone that's just like very open about it and very like he's going to push you to be the best and that's yeah. that's on our part too of making sure like we're not going to take anything personal of what he's saying mm-hmm. but like just pushing us to be the best you don't want yeah you don't want that engineer that just pressed the button you also don't want that engineer that's like telling you everything you do is wrong yeah mm-hmm. so alex did like an amazing job just making us feel like at home and like we were just nice. writing together kind of thing yeah definitely that's a crazy like juxtaposition about your guys's band is, um, you know, obviously you care what people think and um, you know how everything sounds, but at the same time it's really cool because, you know, you guys did what you wanted to do, so you didn't care but you did care, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like something that I've actually thought a lot about and yeah. kind of talked to these guys about a ton is that I've never really felt more comfortable with putting music out mm-hmm. just because I'm finally and um, maybe this is just kind of like growing up a little bit in the music scene and like releasing stuff and being super anxious about it but I'm finally at this place where it's like yeah I mean release days are nerve-wracking but I really am kind of like hey here's my favorite song that I've ever written um, yeah you know why don't you hear it and so that's why I'm so excited for this EP to come out because I, I just feel like we've worked really hard um, and we're all completely happy with it. Yeah. So I'm not putting it out with like this um, with with this nervousness like, oh, I wonder if people are going to like it. It's just kind of like, you yeah. know, this is me. And if you like it, awesome. If you don't, great. I really don't care. Because <laughs> yeah, we Hell like yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, and that EP comes out April 26th. Yeah, that's correct. That's right. Yeah. It's which is up. before up the release show, which is on May 10th at uh, Confluence Small Business Collective. That's right. Where the <laughs> hell is that? <laughs> it's so it's in Lafayette. Um, okay. We all so we all like grew up around like the Louisville Superior Boulder area, which is like. T- 15 minutes outside of Lafayette. Okay. And we were never really able to play shows that close to where we actually are from. Yeah. Um, just because there's not really a big music scene for our type of music in Boulder. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were always playing shows in Denver and people 
We're always like, oh, I wish I could come, but you're playing so late in Denver. And so, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we, um, you know, we like talked about it and we were like, we really want to do our release show really close to home. Yeah. And That's so, awesome. yeah. And so we're playing with, La- um, so we're playing in Lafayette, um, a place called Tier 2 Live is promoting it. Okay. And um, I think it's going to be awesome. It's going to be basically like a floor show, small venue. Nice. Um, yeah. Got two great bands, compliments to the one and Poets and Wolves on the bill. Um, That's right. We are yeah, so Poets excited. and Wolves. I have not seen another band that is, especially like Corbin specifically, mm-hmm. like nobody else in Denver is as supportive as that band as far as like reposting shit and promoting. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever met Corbin like personally, but uh, yeah, I already love him. <laughs> so funny because that was actually like how I met him. Um, yeah. Was because um, I I think I was like friends with him on Facebook. I mean I'm sure that you know yeah. it's just kind of like you're just friends with people in the local music scene on For Facebook sure. even if you've never met them before. Can we just little side note? I've been getting a lot of friend requests lately, and that's I'm not like being cocky. Like there's nothing special about me, but <laughs> like a lot of <laughs> random people who are obviously in random bands. And like they'll friend request me, and not even five minutes after I accept it, <laughs> I get invite. an invite. Yeah. To like the band. Like, I get it, but at the same time, like I would rather have a personal message where you're yeah. like, "Hey, this is my band," blah 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 blah, not just like friend like my band because. I don't know. It just feels so impersonal and I agree. disingenuous, kind of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to what you were saying. <laughs> well, um, so so when we released Bliss, I remember that he shared the music video. And yeah. I just, and I just like messaged him, and I was like, "Hey, thank you so much for sharing the music video." And we just kind of got to talking, and I like looked at his profile, saw that he was in Poets and Wolves, and just kind of started listening to him. And I was like, yeah. "These guys are cool." And that was also another thing about the EP release show. We really kind of want to come out and frame ourselves in a different light like yeah. don't get me wrong we love the pop punk scene we love they're from we up north so many, too aren't they yeah i think they're from Greeley. um okay and if i'm wrong then i'm yeah. sorry but um somewhere around there and um so um like i i love the pop punk scene we have so many friends in the pop punk scene but it was important to us that we that we were kind of like we want to play with two bands that are kind of like pop rock alt pop yeah. alt rock kind of vibe and so yeah. hey now uh you know like I said, the Backseaters isn't quite pop punk. Backseaters, Pacific Nerve. Gotta so. happen. Hey. <laughs> I think it. it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we played with this band at our headlining show back in March. There's a band called Wolf Pack. Mm-hmm. I think you guys should definitely check them out. Shout out to them because they kind of have that like uh, semi poppy sound, but they're just like super tight. I think it's a three piece. Um, but yeah, they're just rad cool nice. absolutely well. oh, yeah. that's awesome and now that it's uh recorded on the record now it has to happen backseater specific nerve show hell yeah <laughs> well uh i haven't played at the marquee in a long time so i'd like to set up something like that i know ran into life played there a shit ton it but... was like every show yeah. <laughs> yeah. we'll figure something out the moon room also like uh, i don't know if oh, you've been there recently yeah yeah, yeah. It it's great. fucking badass mm-hmm. it looks like its own little venue now yeah so yeah we'll figure out something yeah yeah because you know we kind of have poppy sound you guys kind of yeah, have yeah. Poppy sound. <laughs> uh, you know. especially like the newer shit that i've been writing it's like more groovy as nice. opposed to um 
you know, spacey and weird like the last EP. <laughs> so, uh, one thing I wanted to say, speaking of pop punk friends, I guess it's another thing I wanted to get confirmation on that Andrew is the Where's Waldo of pop punk music videos in Denver. <laughs> is this true? Um, he is was it a in conspiracy? Our pop punk music he was in video. Yours <laughs> and he was in uh, Almost Mains. He had like a little oh, part in Almost oh, Mains. Yeah, music yeah, yeah, video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I saw that and I was like, I think he's like a Where's Waldo. Like he's trying to get in like all these pop oh, punk awesome. music videos. Yeah. We talked about it. He knows that I have this conspiracy. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah he told the story about that music video and I thought that was just hilarious but that was a badass music video thank you that was that was really fun that was um shot by justin urban as well okay so he's the guy that we went to for that yeah and he did a really good job we worked a lot with him and i never thought of andrew that way i don't know i guess it's just i'm a conspiracy (laughs) kind of guy and when i saw him in the almost main one i was like something weird is going on (laughs) i guess we'll see the next time like a major pop punk band in denver releases a music video yeah Yeah, let us know if you find one first before we do (laughs) i mean i think that to be completely honest um i i think that it's probably just that he's just super supportive of like everybody and so he's like oh you're doing a music video shoot i'm there and so i mean that's just kind of andrew like like the moment that we were like hey we need people he like messaged me and he was like i'm there let's do it you know and so i i I mean i love andrew i think that he's just really really supportive that's the amazing thing about i mean not that i'm too much older than you guys but like younger bands that are coming up are like going to see each other's shows Mm -hmm. whereas like there was this era where it felt like every band was out for themselves and just like kind of trying to do their own thing but it seems like um you know like a thousand miles of fire like those guys go to so many local shows and it kind of made me feel like a dick because i wasn't i wasn't like purposefully not going to a bunch of local shows but it's like i don't know i guess i was like waiting for an invite or i don't know i'm just a fucking asshole no. I guess, but uh, yeah, I'll try to make it up to your guys. It's just so far. It's so late. <laughs> we drove here. All I know, dude. Road. I know. I fucking owe it. It was so funny because, like, you, you, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, so you like you messaged me and you're like, hey, want to be on the podcast? And we were like, yes, let's do it. And then, and then I was like, hey, what's your address? And you sent it and I, and I like forwarded it into the group and then, and I was like, well, it's 55 minutes away, but that's okay. Okay. You know what? I will be at that release show. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Hold on the record. I had to think it's about on the record. it because um, getting married on the 28th okay. of this Congratulations. Nice. And then we were doing like a honeymoon thing but we get back the day of the may 4th show so i just had to do the math in my head but yeah um yeah i'd love to come to that show because i like your guys's new sound and i'm excited to hear more of it so thanks um are you guys playing any covers we're not at the moment you're not yeah if you had to okay not had to but if you were going to cover a song. What do you think you'd go for? Well, you got this it, new you wanna, style. You want to all say it on three? Band name first, then the song? Oh, One, I don't know if I can. Two, <laughs> three. 
In sync, bye bye bye. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wanted to hear it. <laughs> All right, we've I'm actually, down though. I'm so down. We've yeah, talked about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I okay. think that doing an in sync song would be so good. Yeah, yeah. the fact that we're all wearing the same clothes already may just yeah. work. <laughs> that we might just cool. break out the dance moves too. Yeah. <laughs> and the headset. Just put the track on. You guys all go to the front. <laughs> yeah. And do the dance moves. Yeah. That'd be badass. Uh, so. Was the show, what was it, April 18th in Boulder? Um, so we're actually... 14th. Well, yeah, so we so we played Boulder on Sunday night on the 14th. Okay. Was that then, your guys' first show? It was, yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Just, you know, it was a house show, a bunch of friends. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then we played nice. tomorrow night, the 18th, at Utah's College at Regis University. Mm-hmm. So. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. How'd you fun. get that gig? Um, my mom works there. Oh, so nice. she knows everybody and um, forced me to introduce myself to everybody. So I know the, the student life guy and I know yeah. um, people that work at the radio station there. Um, so they actually reached out to me with the show idea. Um, and I didn't even know that they could do shows there. But they had a, a band called The Brevet come through earlier. And I was just like, like awestruck that they were there. I was just like, these guys are really yeah. good. Um, and then I was like, it'd be cool if we got the opportunity to play. Um, it's funny, I guess. I, n- I never thought of it this way, but we're playing college shows. I mean, yeah. we were at a college yes. town, and now we're at an actual college. But That's the way, like, Big Head Todd and the Monsters, that's mm-hmm. what Love he that. did. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, played the whole college scene. Plus, it's fun as shit to do those, like, out-of-venue shows. Like, yeah. Moon Room Marquee, fun as hell. But mm-hmm. when you get those, like, different kinds of shows, like outdoor shows, house shows, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that, it's... It feels a little more honest, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, like, definitely. people are there because they genuinely want to be there, not right. because, like, oh, I paid 10 bucks to go to this thing. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder about that. Like, <laughs> I sell, sold tickets, too, and then they go, fuck. I <laughs> <tickets> <laughs> <this thing."> <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, 10 bucks. 10 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Something different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a fucking stretch. Yeah. But uh, speaking of out of venue shows, kind of Taste of Fort Collins. Yes, sir. Yes. You guys are in the running for that. We are. And since you're the first and only band that I've talked to about it, I can officially say that the Don't Start a Band podcast is telling you to go vote for Pacific yeah. Nerve to play Taste of Colorado. That's a golden endorsement right there. Yeah. Thank you. Love it. And report all the other bands on Facebook. <laughs> so they get shut down and can't promote it so that Pacific Nerve has to play. Um, I would like to put it on the record that that is Jake's voice, not <laughs> yes. our voice. That is we don't endorse voice. that. Pacific Nerve does not endorse this <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Nobody else has been like, yo, vote for my band. Uh, so, like, yeah. I get that first one and I go hardcore. Love it. Yeah. No, that's all awesome. in. Everybody I mean, will report the Facebooks, <laughs> I'll report the Instagrams, and then uh, we'll just say a bunch of rude things on Twitter. Yep. There you go, there you <laughs> go. Today. Back to the band beef thing. I mean. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. It needs to be a thing. You know, there was hip-hop beef, now there needs to be band beef. Yeah. 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 There you go. It needs to make the papers, like Westward, I want, like, you know... <laughs> There needs to be conflict. There's Pacific no conflict. Nerve and 29 other bands. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Do you know uh, any of the other bands that are running? 
Yeah, I mean, we know a handful. Um, not really like super close relationships with. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we're 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 fans of Holdfast. We're really big fans of Enzi. Um, Enzi sounds familiar. Yeah, she won. Uh, she won hometown for the holidays. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, and she's awesome. She just put out a new track that is fantastic. Yeah. But um, but I mean, we were honestly just so surprised when we got the email because we're not yeah. a Fort Collins band, and we mm-hmm. got this email that was like, "Hey, we're gonna start this fan vote contest, and um, it's an opportunity to open for Lovely the Band, Dreamers, Rick Springfield, and Uncle Cracker." And we were just like. What is going on right now? Is we haven't played a yeah. show yet. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like we haven't played a show yet. Um, and then That's badass. Yeah. It was yeah. like it was the coolest thing, and I can just sincerely say, you know, if you voted for us, um, I'm truly grateful for it because like we're actually in the running. Like yeah. there is yeah. a chance that we might get the show, and even yeah. if we don't, it's just like. It's been such an incredible experience to just see so many people support us and just yeah. being like, I'm voting right now for you. And, we, and we're just like, That's what awesome. the hell? Like, there's so many people. Yeah. It's, it's so cool. It's very flattering. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, another artist that I wanted to bring up, I feel like, like I kind of feel like he might be in the running for it, but uh, Night Love. Have you heard of Night Love? Have heard of Night Love? Um, Pacific Nerve Night Love show. That would be badass. That would be like he's kind of like that retro pop, and you guys are kind of like newer pop. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Night Love. If you are listening to this, please, dude. I've tried to get Taylor on the the podcast. It's happening. (laughs) Taylor, come on the podcast. Play with Pacific Nerve. Any of those. I think that we're booking like our entire next year out, like purely through this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if every show that we're talking about happens, we're just going to be, we're going to be like rolling the rest Hell of 2019. Yeah. We're rolling. <laughs> there we go. Uh, are you guys planning on touring at all? Um, right now the plan is to just kind of like stay, stay local and just kind of like push the music right now. And yeah. then we were talking about doing like a handful of weekenders, um, coming up um right now yeah. we're just kind of focused on like getting the music out there just kind of getting as many people um nice. that here's yeah. it thankfully with like the new like pop rock all pop sound um denver's a great place for it it is yeah. a hub for it with like 90 through 3 really repping the local scene and yeah. so it is a really really cool place for it yeah. so we really want to like kind of cultivate this local scene um first nice yeah that'll be badass and it's cool like you guys being out of Denver because you try and book more shows out of Denver. And also, I mean, because of rain in July and like playing with a thousand miles of fire and stuff like you guys have that fan base in Denver. So you guys kind of have like a one up on all that. I mean, you said it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I like to point things out, (laughs) you know, make you guys look, you know, good. Yeah. 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 Uh, Let's see what else do I have here. Um, can we talk about the new song now? Yes, we can Sweet. talk about the new song. <laughs> bring up the songs anyway. Sick. <laughs> All right, so we're coming out with a new song on Friday. Um, we're not talking about it until tomorrow publicly, but hell yeah, making an exception. Let's yeah, go. don't start a band podcast, but yeah. start a band if you're Pacific Nerve. Um, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. Well, it's supposed to be like don't start a band until you hear from these people. Ooh, yeah, that's okay. smart. Yeah. I like it. I thought that, that it was like sense. people coming on and being like and being like, yeah, don't start a band because <laughs> no, no, this no. is what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing is, it's like. Kind of clickbaity, I guess, mm. 
But that was the whole thought behind it was don't start a band dot 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 until you hear because like everybody that comes on we talk about marketing and mm-hmm. style and mm-hmm. you know all that shit. So yeah. if you listen to this podcast, you'll be fucking sad. Yeah. Well, there's also <laughs> something to be said about like don't start a band unless you're willing to put in all of the work. Yeah, too. That's mm-hmm. another big thing. And here's yeah. some examples from all yeah. these bands. Yeah, That's how you know how much money it costs. Yeah, everything you have <laughs> yeah. to do for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, sorry to yeah. interrupt you. So, What's the new song called? It's called Midnight in Austin. Midnight in Austin. Yeah, yeah. and it's funny because none of us <laughs> have ever been to Austin. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That you know of. No, I'm pretty sure that none of us have ever been to Austin. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm right on my judgment. Yeah, I think so. For the people just listening. <laughs> I winked. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Let the record show. Um, it's honestly one of our favorite songs. Um, we wrote it when we were on a trip um, up in Conifer. Um, okay. We were all together. That was actually the trip where we figured out what we wanted our band to be called. Um, like a camping, like brainstorm trip? Kind of. Um, that's where uh, that's where Yuda's parents live. And oh, so okay. we go up there to write. It's a great kind of nice. space. It's a mountain house. Yeah, so, I mean, it's one of those things yeah. where we're, we're by ourselves. I mean, there's cell service and whatnot, but like, there's something about yeah. just like, I don't know, I don't know if it's breathing that thin air or if it's <laughs> just like For being sure. in a spot where, I don't know. There's something to be said about in a city too. I love being in a city, but yeah. 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 Not me, man. Mm-hmm. I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Midnight in Austin and uh, what's kind of the basis, what's it about? Um, well, I kind of wrote it about um, just kind of like, I, so, so I'm in a long distance relationship um, mm-hmm. and I kind of wrote it about like all of those times where you're kind of hurting because you're not with the person that you feel like you're supposed to be with. Um, yeah. And then, but every single time you're with that person, it's worth it. Yeah. And so like the chorus, um, and I'm not going to give too much away, I'm not going to sing it, but, um, <laughs> but, but, but a lot of the chorus, it's like, um, it's worth every second that I'm spending by myself. You're in my veins as far as I can tell. And so it's just kind of like, you know, just, Damn. yeah, like, like, you know, we all are, you know, I, I hope that everybody's able to find one day, like that person that just yeah. kind of makes it feel like, like you're a part of me, you're in my veins. And so, mm-hmm. you know, even though I'm not with the person and she's going to be so mad when she hears this, <laughs> yeah. she loves podcasts and she's going to listen. Dude, she's gonna be like, you were talking about me, but it doesn't matter. Um, as long you know. as we don't name drop. <laughs> is she in Austin? No. Why Austin? Say your idea behind the name. Or... Well, Midnight in Austin, MIA. Um, oh, so I thought okay. that was kind of cool. Like a little, you know, okay. a little double on top there. Yeah, that, exactly. Okay. It wasn't just like. All right, let's name. pick a city. Uh, <laughs> midnight in Bullhead City. Yeah, that midnight in right. Laughlin, Nevada. <laughs> midnight in Commerce City. You don't want to do it. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I think that we all love it. Um, Yuda wrote this incredible synth part um, that is just. I actually disliked it very much when I first heard it. <laughs> yeah. Because when he first played it, he was like playing it with like this tone on the synth that we were playing it on. And yeah. I was like, what is that? And then yeah. he like refined it. And I was like, okay, that sounds yeah, really like, good. The Van Halen sounding. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't even exactly. Remember. Yeah, there's a lot that goes behind it. I mean, I don't want to take full credit because I got a lot of inspiration from Ethan. Ethan kind of had like this random i don't know it was just like a, you, you had a cool like synth idea and we kind of like i kind of took the beginning of it i think and then i kind of forged it into something a yeah. little bit more poppy or whatever and we both like love it now but um we were in this studio um it is i think it's um 
Shadow Mountain Studio is what we were at. Um, it's a mm-hmm. good friend of ours named Patrick McAllister. Um, right. That he let us, thankfully, like he let us use his studio. Um, and my dad ran sound for us. It was great. But um, he had a synth thing there. I was very new to synth, but I knew I want like mm-hmm. I knew I, for our new sound, I kind of wanted to have something else. Um, so I just like got on the synth. We got on the synth, and I didn't know how to control it at all. It sounded somewhere in the ballpark of what we were going for. So I was like, "Let's just lay it down, and I'll fix it later." Kind yeah. of thing. And it almost like ruined the song for you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah, I, I don't know if this song's gonna make the EP. And then like, and then and then I remembered that I got like a real demo. You know, it was like, yeah. wait, wait until I get a real demo. Wait yeah. until I put one together. And then he put like a synth demo together, and I was like. Okay, yeah, this is sick. This yeah. might be my favorite song in the UK. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> great. And that, and that, Talk about being vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. that I process did. has been like very new for me too. I I bought Logic before because mm-hmm. I knew like um, I didn't want to go in the studio with like we'll find synth when we get there kind yeah. of thing because studio smart. time is expensive mm-hmm. and you want to make sure you get what you really want. Yeah. So it's actually kind of funny. Um, I was flying back from LA, which is where. Um, my middle brother lives and my oldest brother goes there um, often so I was kind of hanging out with them over there and I was flying back from LA and I was on the plane just messing around with sound and that's kind of where I got it and it's actually a stock logic sound which um, I like I don't know if this is ever going to mean anything but like for someone who's just getting into music it's like you don't need all the shiny bells and whistles kind of thing I mean logic itself People is do kind need of need to hear that yeah I think <laughs> yeah. logic is it can, I mean, it is a shiny bell whistle, but I mean, it's also a writing tool, so I think it's pretty yeah. essential. That should be one of the things you kind of like put in your budget when you start. But like, that was not a something, a plugin I had purchased, which is super hard to get around because like a lot of the big artists, they yeah. have the plugins and For all sure. these packages, and you're like, well, I can't get anything near that because I don't have the tools. Yeah. But um, yeah. there is a lot you can do with what they give you, so that's kind of. Yeah, but I'm still new into it. I'm still learning a lot, but yeah. it was definitely a really fun process learning all the synth totally. and being able to like have that be a part of our sound was really cool, mm-hmm. I think. And this song, um, our past two songs don't use synth a whole lot, but this one's pretty synth heavy. Yes, definitely. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's Do a little you sneak peek. ever like program <laughs> a little bit of drums or is it just like you do a synth line and... We haven't Call even programmed it. drums yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about it. I think yeah. it'd be a yeah. cool addition. Yeah, we're um, writing right now. Get um, like a Roland pad or something. Oh yeah, no, I actually might invest in one. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. They're, they're real versatile. Yeah. 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 yeah, we're writing right now, which is like really exciting because that's another thing that I've loved is that the moment that we finished the EP, we were like, all right, when are we going to write again? Yeah. Which is yeah. really cool. And so we're already writing now. Um, I mean, I have no idea when these songs are going to come out because the EP isn't even out yet. Yeah. yeah. But like, we're already working on songs and I don't know. It's It, it was cool because this EP was like really freeing for music, mm-hmm. just musically. And then we've been able to just be like, all right, let's keep writing what we yeah. want to write because yeah. we're all in this like great headspace right now that we're yeah. just, you know, pretty much anything that comes about is going to be a Pacific Nerve song. Yeah. And that's yeah. just a really cool place to be, yeah, I think. Well, cool. and you got to milk that creativity and not be like, all right, we wrote the EP, like shut it down. See ya. Yeah. 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 While it's there, you got to use and abuse it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like for sure. Totally. Yeah. Um, have you noticed like a common theme with your lyrics? As opposed to like, like, is there a common theme with this EP or kind of as opposed to Rain in July lyrics? Like, 
are you trying to do anything differently or just going with what you feel? Um, well, I, I think there's kind of been two things. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm much more proud of these lyrics than Range Alive yeah. lyrics. And that was just because of like where I was as a lyricist. I'm still proud of the mm -hmm. lyrics that I wrote in Range Alive, but these are like things I spent a lot of time on. And yeah. then secondly, um, I'm just happier. <laughs> Yeah. Um, like I'm, you know, just mentally, I'm in a much better place than I was when I was writing those, um, those kind of like angry songs mm -hmm. when I was like freshman, freshman in college. And I was thinking that like, yeah, if I write this angry music, it's going to like take me away from this life that I'm living right yeah. now. And now it's just like, I'm loving what I'm doing. I'm loving the music that I'm creating. And so I, I feel like that's, that's definitely a reflection. That's definitely reflected in the lyrics is that yeah. I'm a lot more comfortable with where I'm at right now. And so the songs are definitely happier. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it's all working out. So Yeah, and then, and then, and then that's kind of where the, the EP title came from, too, mm -hmm. in terms of all of those lyrics, like feeling alive. Um, yeah, I guess that kind of goes along with your lyrics. I don't know if you want to talk about that at all. But yeah, like, I mean, well, we were, um, I remember where we were when we uh, when we decided that. <laughs> oh, really? I don't remember yeah. this. I we were know. in McDonald's. Nice. <laughs> 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 the best creative studio you could ever be in. Yeah, ever. <laughs> and we wanted to meet to do two things. This was after, oh, no, 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 sorry. It was before we recorded the EP. And so we met and we were like, all right. We want to talk about EP title, and then we were talking about like image and stuff like that. Yeah. This is when we were still like starting to figure it out. And um, in in start again, I say I say um, they'll hear our voices. We feel alive, and so I, I just really like that lyric. Yeah. Um, but I was like thinking about it more and more. This is the night before breakfast at McDonald's because you know that the Pacific Nerve Boys are the most nutritious. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. For you nutrition got your and nutrition and only. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Fake eggs. <laughs> yeah. There's something in there. I assume there's protein somewhere. somewhere. Don't know. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, yeah, we were in we were in McDonald's and um and I remember that I suggested Feel Alive and it was a really cool moment because we've kind of you know, like kind of throughout this process, we've talked about how we kind of have a very similar vision for it, which is really yeah. cool. Um but that was something we were like, I was like, hey, but how about Feel Alive? And, and they were both like, yes, that's it. Without a doubt. Yeah. No yeah. question. That's I mean, it. That's the feeling we that's got when weird. we were writing these yeah. songs. Yeah. Um, and that's also the feeling we hope people kind of get when they hear the songs. Yeah. So it kind of is like a, an encompassing thing of like, like, this is what we wrote and this is how we felt. This is how we hope you feel when yeah. you hear it kind of thing. Like, we hope, we sincerely hope that people that, get to listen to this music, like get that opportunity to really feel that feeling. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Totally. We feel alive. We hope you do too. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the sound yeah. definitely is like a grand kind of hopeful sounding, hmm. um, you know, it's a nice change because you can't deny that emo is kind of taking over the airwaves and hip hop, you know, rock music, indie music, like it's kind of, you know, taking over a little bit, so mm -hmm. a little, you know, Pacific Nerve is what yeah, people need. you need a little change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. We're here to deliver that. Yeah. So, <laughs> to wrap up the dates, because we set them all, but they're kind of scattered, April 26th, Feel Alive comes out, yep. six songs, which are going to include Bliss, Start Again, and Midnight in Austin. You mean <laughs> Reno. No. Midnight in <laughs> Reno. Hell yeah. Just kidding. Um, so April 26th for the EP. 
buy it on iTunes, Please. pay money for it, learn all the songs so that you can <laughs> sing along with me at their show yeah. <laughs> on May 10th at the incredibly long venue name. Confluence. Confluence. <laughs> we could just go with that. I'm, yes. just, I'm still honestly confused of what's the venue name. It, is it not Tier 2 that's the venue name? No, or, okay. That's the production. That's the pro- <laughs> promotion. Two, two is our promoter. Promoter. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. It is at Confluence. Okay. Kind of like Soda Jerk and... Gotcha, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did so that. So clear that up for anybody who <laughs> yeah. doesn't oh, There you go. <laughs> if you go to their Facebook page, everything is laid out very nicely. Yep. You'll know when everything is. Um, the song you sent me to play at the end is Bliss. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say a little bit about Bliss? Is it the first song you guys wrote? For this yes. project, well, outside oh. outside of Awake, true, right? Yes, <coughs> because um, we recorded Awake prior to like yeah. actually becoming Pacific Nerve. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I is remember. that the one that you played in Raid in July, or did I get that mixed up? We we didn't play any of these. Songs okay, in Rain in July. okay, yeah. I mean, we recorded it as Raid in July. As as Rain Rain in July. July. Oh. Yeah. Okay. yeah, as a okay. single. Like we were still in the yeah. mindset of this yeah. is a Rain in July song, which is cool, is how it kind of still kind of played off. Yeah, oh yeah. Pacific Nerve. Nice. Um, I just remember for Bliss um, that Yuda, uh, we were up in Conifer and uh, we were just jamming and Yuda had this riff that, I mean, you can't miss it. Um, yeah. and, uh, and I just remember we were, you know, we were basically poking fun at like... Pop bands? Yeah, like here's an alt-pop riff. Like, you know, yeah. and, uh, and I was just like, that's pretty sick. And yeah. Yuda was like, we should roll with that. And um, nice. look what happened, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I think it, I mean I think it was even more of a joke than <laughs> than anything. Like we, I can't even remember how we got onto the joke as it was, but like I know, yeah. we were probably making we, fun we were of like, 1975, yeah. which is a band that we love. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> and then you're like, oh fuck, yeah. this is sick. Well, yeah, yeah, and it's cool because it. this was before we had any idea of where we were going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. any idea and yeah. we were like wow let's be a pop band <laughs> yeah and i just started playing that just yeah. like i didn't even think of it i had never recorded that like beforehand mm-hmm. it's just something that just came out of my fingers which was really cool yeah um and then we were like oh cool wait a minute that was actually, <laughs> that was really, actually really yeah cool. and then we yeah. like just jammed on it and it just rolled oh um, yeah that yeah. was like one of the first songs besides awake that we had like yeah. written and then that was probably one of the songs that like really directed everything else mm-hmm. that being said we had plenty of other ideas that moved that way too but yeah bliss yeah. kind of like was like all right that's i mean bliss itself was fairly different from rain in july where like if we're gonna release this kind of song you know yeah. kind of move in that direction so yeah nice having you guys waves vibes yeah <laughs> nice. shout out pale waves yeah and uh you guys have a music video for it make mm-hmm. sure you go on youtube Watch the hell out of it. It's a good music video. Thank you. I was Thank you. stoked yeah. when I saw it because, um, like mm-hmm. I said, I didn't know that Rain in July was no more. So I kind of saw it and I was like, this is badass. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Yeah. Don't yeah. start a band podcast. Yeah. And uh, anytime you guys want to release something, do something different, we'll uh, do another podcast for yeah, sure. That's yeah. all right. To be back. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, thank you guys so much. This is Pacific Nerve, and the song is called Bliss off their upcoming EP, Feel Alive, April 26th.
list. Coming ground, let's break it down. We keep spinning. 